You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. You know, it's like when I get up in the morning, I'm just chilling. I realize, damn, it's a weekend. And then it's even fucking crazy when I realize, oh shit, beast, we have a fucking guest that's rolling in, right? Oh, yeah. All the time. All the time. In and out, in and out. And especially shout out to everybody at the Emerald Cup who are participating in the. Uh, in, in a great competition and we were lucky we got to actually be the intake and we're very blessed to be the intake for emerald cup and uh, good luck to all the uh, winners that are going to be announced i believe it's may something you actually know don't you craig right or no i'm gonna guess it's may 13th yeah it was like like may 13th or something of that nature May 13th or 14th and yeah. we got we got craig with us from uh, satori and talking trees. What's going on, my brother? Oh man, just chilling, loving this LA weather. I know it started to get nice. You're up north, though. Is there a big difference as far as the weather right now? You know, it's actually been really nice and humble lately. I guess global warming's like really warming it up. You come in San Diego <laughs> up in Humboldt, but uh, now the weather's been nice up there. Um, but it's always a little bit warmer down here. And uh, as far as like for the plants. They like the warm weather, right? Not you know. Oh yeah, right. They like the warm weather. Yeah. Let's sure. let's just talk about first of all before we get into the actually company and this and everything. Just curious, how long you've been in the cannabis industry, and before you got into the cannabis industry, what did you do? Yeah, well, I got into the cannabis industry in 1998, and so at that age, I was uh, 20 years old. So, you know, I wasn't doing too much before I got into the cannabis industry. Sure, sure. Um, I just gra- graduated high school, decided to drop out of college before it started um, after being enrolled in UGA and uh, just hit the road, took skateboarding, was my passion, and uh, smoking weed and hanging out and enjoying life. So That's dope. Dropped out of college before it started and just traveled around the country for a while. Nice. Landed you ever in- followed dead or anything like that? Back in the day, or doing anything cool of that crazy nature? Nah, I wasn't in that scene. I remember as a kid, like being 13 or 14, and the dead came to Atlanta, and I'd, I'd never even actually heard of them because I grew up in like, yeah. you know, some rural redneck punk rock kind of scenes. Like, okay, I didn't even know okay. the Grateful Dead until I was like, what, what stuff were you jamming to back then? Oh man, like freaking uh, bad. I'm sorry, uh, Bad Brains. You know, oh, bad I remember religion. that. Wow, old school reggae. I went to a uh, con. One of my first concerts when I was 15, I think it was like 92, was uh, Green Day opened up for Bad Religion. Oh, wow. A $10 show. Wow. wow. And crazy. I'll never forget, I Green got kicked Day. in the head. What a great, and they used to mosh around and shit, right, during yeah. Green Day? Yeah, I got kicked I in the head that. by a steel toe boot at oh, that show. Oh. Like, Welcome to the punk rock shows. <laughs> wow. Jeez. That's fucking wild. That's yeah. fucking dope. So... Were you just always like prop to 15 doing stuff like that or what? Yeah, I mean, actually, at first it was more of like a home grow. Uh, buddy of mine, like a pro, pro skater at the time, was like kind of brought me under his wing and he started growing out in the avenues. Um, so it was like a one bedroom apartment and, uh, you know, just like a little four or five lighter and uh, just getting our feet wet that way before yeah. going to 15. Got you, got you. I it's so funny. I I don't think we've ever actually had a another person that uh, was really into the skateboard scene. So I would love to talk to you about that. You said that it was your passion. So so uh, what what was what were you doing stylistically back in the day? 
Well, we were, I was mostly street skating. Oh, yeah. So I was just fucking trying to jump down shit and on to stuff. Uh, you yeah. know, grind slides. You know, I tried to skate everything, but back then there wasn't really like skate parks so much. And so we were just in the streets, just, you know, yeah. jumping down stairs, hitting rails. Yeah. Hell yeah! I was uh, way way back in the day when I was really young. Probably like fourteen is when I when I stopped riding. But my parents were cool. They that's a lie. They weren't cool. They wouldn't let me leave the yard. But they were cool in that they put a skate park in my yard, so I couldn't like that's actually go out and ride. But we had like a, we had like a quarter pipe and a, and a rail and a couple boxes and stuff. So it was like our our own little thing. But I think that's dope. And it's weird because um, I lived in Santa Cruz for a little while and. Uh, there's a shop down there called Three Bros Grow, and the owners are three brothers that were all big into the skateboard surf scene, and they said that it influenced the way that they grow, um, and that it was really big part of the, um, you know, the culture. So I think that that's dope that, yeah. that you kind of have a similar, um, similar outlook. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Just like skateboarding was kind of like what paved my way in life. Yeah, that's awesome. So that's awesome. I like to pave my way to getting high, and uh, we have. <laughs> We have the Talking Trees, high-grade pre-roll, Emerald Cup, first-place winner. Oh, wow. You want to tell us a little bit about that, my man? Yeah, so uh, I think it was 2019 or 20, they introduced the pre-roll competition to the Emerald Cup. And so it was just the category was pre-roll, so it could have been indoor, outdoor. And uh, that is not the particular pre-roll that won because it was two uh, years okay, ago. Okay. But, okay, you yeah, know, we yeah. put it award-winning it's pre-roll award on, our, winning. on our packaging. Mm. But is it the genetic, same genetic that you won with or no? No. It's, okay. That's part of the packaging. It was the pink lemonade. But, but, but props up props up to the pink lemonade that you did win. Yeah. Your cup with. That's that's dope. Hell, yeah. Have you won any other uh, Emerald Cups or other awards? Um. Yeah, we got quite a little chest you know i'm the worst at remembering tell that stuff <laughs> tell, me, tell me the ones i know you're stoner like me oh tell man me what, what kind what does remind you or what's what's up i mean we've definitely gotten top 15 for flower in the emerald cup which is an accomplishment you still get a trophy for i believe we got ninth place last year in the first um year that they introduced indoor wow so getting ninth place indoor in this in the state was pretty you know for our loud trees now is this what i'm smoking indoor or outdoor that is uh you know, sun-grown kind of nice. light-depth greenhouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the cool thing about that, that's like one of our traditional packaging. Yeah, yeah try that show. That yeah, we're, pass uh, it down. we're moving to a, a complete 100% compostable packaging for our pre-rolls. That's dope. Yeah. You know, I'm very big on recycle, you know, and stuff that from the environment, non-plastic stuff that's like biodegradable. I have friends that have like packaging that are like has like seeds in it and stuff or whatever yeah, and it yeah. can turn into like a plant. Yeah, I've seen that. Or yeah. someone told me about like they got ones with like uh where you, if it goes into the water, it'll fucking turn into fish food. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> That's like seriously, cool. how dope is that, right? Yeah, so we're gonna put our flour into a biodegradable packaging as well. Nice, yeah. Check out the packaging. It's cool. And what material is this? Um, oh, made from plants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mostly corn. Yeah, so it'll just, like, kind of degrade and go into the earth. Yeah, you can throw it into your home compost, Damon. Wow, wow that's pretty wild. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> that's a dope idea, right? I mean, everybody knows. I love like, that. The packaging and part of the cannabis industry is just insane. My boy loves the pre-rolls, though. I do. <laughs> it's, like, my favorite. I'm very lazy, so this is, of, is nice and easy. Out of all the years of being in... The industry and growing and checking out those beautiful female plants. What are your, if you had to just throw out there, 
five favorites you like to grow of all time strains that just pop in your mind? Well, grow and smoke are two different <laughs> answers. Okay, so. let's do let's do a grow and then smoke. Oh, grow, man, that's a tough one. I mean, obviously the yielders. No, no, for the for the best, like not for the yield, where that you felt were the just, the, just fine, the finest, the, finest the best of the best. Well, some of them that reminded you, like your your all time toppers. Yeah, one of the ones is that uh that jar I showed you in the other room, the mac and cheese. Okay. It's yeah, yeah, great. Just grows well. Nice, amazing producer. Real crystally. Yeah. Mm. How many weeks? Like, it's about an eight weeker. Eight weeker. So yeah. like a nice time. Like it's a perfect time for those that do indoor. Yep. Yep. Um, Resistant to like high PPMs or no? Um, you don't need to. You don't need to feed it too strong. Okay. It's, it's kind of like one of those cookies-ish type strains. Okay. You don't. Want, you want to kind of feed on the lower side. Interesting. Of PPMs and. Uh -huh. uh, you know, we measure PPMs and we measure runoff, but we grow it all in soil. Yeah. So we're not, like, kind of doing too much of that. Um, like hands or automated? Both, depending okay. on the sure. environment. You know, Are you big on foliar spray? You know, honestly, I'm not too big on foliar spray. Okay. I'm down with foliar spray, like, you know, up to week three, four into flower, but once the bud uh, yeah, 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 sure, sure. Come sure. in, I'm not really oh, yeah. into, like, yeah. mid to late foliar feeding because yeah. I just don't. That's not what nature is going to be doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I got you. I meant just in general when it's vegging up, starting off like it is time. The season is starting, right? People yeah. are putting those bad boys out. Oh, yeah. And you got to consider that stuff, right? Big time, yeah. I mean, it's all important. IPM prevention, you know, spraying for um, keeping the plants you ever, clean. You ever, you, ever, you ever have those? You must have because you sound like you've been doing it so long. Uh, they kind of like where these weird bugs... That somehow they flew down, and they would go and kind of eat into the bud, mm -hmm. and they almost look like or like looks like, like caterpillar, yeah, like whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What is that, and how do you prevent that from happening? Good question. Um, they definitely are a type of caterpillar. I can't remember the name of it. And uh, a good IPM prevention program and airflow. They kind of like to go into those crevices. Um, what is IPM prevention? Um, Integrated pest management. Okay, and yeah. and what's your what's your advice on pest management, especially when they just show up when it's already budding and flowered, and towards the end it seems to be when this happens. Yeah, well, I think it's a it's a whole process. Okay, so I'm tell gonna start me. from the beginning. Start from tell clone me. on, yeah. like sulfur, sulfor, sulfor. Spray sulfur on the plants because that'll you know that um, takes care of rusted and broad mites. And also, the real uh, systemically reduce the the uh, availability of PM to happen. And you foliar spray, or you add that. No, you foliar spray that. And okay. sulfur is good for plants. The thing with sulfur is you you, you want to stop it right when you start to go into flower. Okay. So it's an early vegetative. Uh, and you know, if it stays in it, that the bugs smell it or something, even in the flowers, no matter how sweet they are, they don't want to be added or what. Well, it's mostly for preventing powdery mildew okay um which is like just as important as yeah in terms sure, of quality sure, but sure, sure, kind of sure, sure. so my early focus is on pm when uh -huh. vegging the plant is to make sure like we don't get pm and so we go hard on that sulfur into veg sure and then as it transitions into flower 
you know, de- luckily we're not dealing with infestations too often, but you want to be preventative. Sure. And that's where you have to Absolutely. worry about. That's where you have to worry about the bugs is once the flower, uh-huh. you get into flower. Uh-huh. So you switch out that um, sulfur and then go to more like organic oil-based um, biofungicides. Like, um, like, give an example. Oh, there's a lot of is them that out neem there. Oil? There's like, a, yeah, we don't use too much neem oil. Like, um, What would you use or suggest to the average person? Some brand names we use is uh, Suffoil X is kind of like our go-to um, How do you product. spell that? Oh, man. Yeah, now Suffoil you're putting X. on the spot. I, don't, I was like, wow. What's another, what's an, what's another you, one? Another one is uh, Impede. And okay. That, and that's good for those um, aphids and those little caterpillar type things. That's all I care about. Yeah. Impede. I can battle every other motherfucker, but that one man ruined the most luxurious fucking crop of all times. Yeah, yeah. But there's there's a lot of products out there, but those are like two that we go to. There's uh, also Grandiva. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of good products. Some are more expensive, some are more efficient, and uh, yeah, it's just all about that early regimen and just being on top of it. What a strange you working with now. Oh man, big question, big question. We have over a hundred genetics going at one time. Like we're always Damn. always popping wow. seeds, yeah. Always popping seeds and moving on to the next thing and just trying to like create a unique catalog for the brands, talking trees and loud trees, just so that we're not growing what everybody else is growing. Yeah, sure. So what are some of the things you are growing right now? So right now a couple standouts are we got a red runts. Okay. Um so we got two phenos of that. I think that we're gonna be putting out a two and a six. I don't know if they'll both be called red runs, but uh, got red runs. We got some Skittles crosses. Um, nice. Dark rainbow. Huh. Um, and what is dark rainbow? Very interesting name. Yeah. Good question. It's Skittles and r- no rainbow belts and oh man, I'm the worst at that. I wish I would have printed out my little list. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, I'm really bad with names, but great with numbers. So like, yeah. usually I gotta have one of my guys, my uh, cultivation guys, next to me for when. <laughs> You start talking the genetic oh, yeah. um, yeah, genealogy. Right. Um, you just know it's fire. No, <laughs> it's it fire. If it ain't fire, don't cut the fucking yeah. cut, right? It's got to so. be fire. And in this day and age, oh, yeah. unfortunately, <laughs> it's also got to like measure up. You know, It's yeah. got to have the potency. Like It doesn't have to be above 30, but it's got to at least like sure. be in the range of the 20s or yeah. just, or yeah. just yeah. makes it harder to sell. Yeah, unfortunately, that's the way the market is because it's like, I've had some really good strains. Like I had the citrus lurricane. I really love just that nice, sweet citrusy. I, did we? Did we have a lurricane at some point? Did someone give yeah. it to us? They did, right? Yeah. Somebody gave it to us. But it only tested eighteen percent. Um, wow. THC. So it's how like, much was the Mac and Mac one you had, you brought us? Though? That one is going mid twenties or now? No, that one tests like um, low thirties. Yeah, that one's wow. Like, that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. one of the good reasons. Wow, low thirties. Yeah, it checks all. Uh, yeah. It checks all aspects. Smells incredible. Oh uh, yeah, it was really it, good. It has the purple in it. It's got, it's it checks everything off. Real crystally. Uh, some good buddies of ours out in Trinity County, Booney Acres, are the ones that bred that. Yeah. Oh, that's dope. And we got a couple good things from them. We got a Skittles Wedding Crusher that we call Smashers. Oh, mm. um, that's, yeah, that's, that's a fun one. I like that name though. Um, that's a good way to combo that one for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's kind of a fun part of it is coming up with some of the names and we, the gra- uh, and the graphics too, right or no? Yeah, we, we're we're not in that realm just yet, but that's where you got to be. Yeah, I got you. Make it flashy and kind of cool. Um, so got yeah. all these young cats, you know what I mean? They're all into like different stuff. I gotta be, gotta, gotta switch it up for the times, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I got a couple of really good crosses that we made in house. Um, we took a pink lemonade male, which was the winner of that that uh, 
they uh, Emerald Cup uh, pre-roll. So we took a pink lemonade male, crossed it to Candyland. Oh, and that and that's lit. Like, now wow. I know Tyrese has not ever had the Candyland, no. but sounds amazing. Around so. two thousand seventeen, two thousand eighteen, the Candyland was rocking really fucking strong, yeah. mm. and was is so so good. And then it died out, like literally. Like, yeah, it gets replaced by the next fucking thing, but it wasn't the best yielder. I think it's why a lot of growers. But fire, the fire, fire, <laughs> so the sweet, cross with the pink so lemonade. So sweet, oh, I can't even imagine what that oh, is. God. Right? We call that the Plandy Land. Oh, wow. oh <laughs> damn! All the names. And you have that all. in indoor, the Plandy Land. Well, yeah, we're actually just running it yeah, for the so, first time in indoor, and it's like mm. we just. We have like 12 different strains yeah. in this room. When it's, it's ready, uh, I'm pretty positive Tyrese will have no problems to come yeah, up there yeah. and do some uh, social media and uh, tour through. And, uh, Let's do it. It's ready. Sna snag, a snag a little it's, fucking of that. It's being trimmed right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. We got you, bro. And then we got a, a Skittles pink lemonade. That's another good one. Oh, wow. That's wow. good. I, I, it, it's got to see the thing is it's hard to really picture the pink lemonade thing because I haven't tried it yet. So once we try it, then we'll be like, That's oh, yeah. true. oh, but the imagining, imagining of it, of how good it could be. Oh, yeah. My brain's running wild right now. <laughs> <laughs> Thoughts are running wild. <laughs> I like it. I love it. And uh, what are some other old school favorites? Oh, man. When I first started growing, like back in then, is like, uh, you know, Cali Orange was like the Cali first. Calio. Was the first. Wow. Like, like let's be realistic. All these motherfuckers don't know that, that we had the Tangy way before oh, yeah. there was a fucking Tangy. Yeah. I remember growing the Calio. I mean, that's 2001, was, yep. 2002. Exactly. Was and the year of the Calio, man. That oh. citrus was like, nobody had seen it. Blue I mean, Dream came out yeah. a little bit before that. No one had seen that kind of like cross. It was really distinct. That's right around the time of Trainwreck. That was about 2001. Oh, too. the Trainwreck is what everyone on the planet like now blends with fucking any sativa. It's like crazy. You could just smell it so distinct. And the fucked up thing is, I don't know who decided that the Jack was this like cross that had that like train wreck smell across because the original jack was fucking skunk man you yeah. know what i mean lemon pepper yeah old yep. school nothing like what people call the jack today he would be disappointed because it wasn't the real jack not what people think the jack is today yeah do you know what i'm I, talking about or no you know do you, do, you, honestly, do you feel me a little bit or you don't honestly just don't remember that yeah yeah to, okay, to, to have you. a to be able to comment you. so i'm just trusting what you say for sure because you know, I used to love skunk we were there. five. Yeah. That oh, yeah, became the skunk. The, yeah, yeah, skunk five. Northern Light. Became the green crack. Yeah. NL5 Haze. Remember the Romulan? Yep. Afghani. was the Man, the crystal on that uh, stuff. Remember the Cherry Pez? Didn't get the no, Cherry Pez. Grape Ape for sure, though. Grape right? Ape, yeah. Of course. You know Brett from Apothecary. I don't know if you ran into him throughout the days. Yeah, yeah. we met, yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Yep, <laughs> wild, the, the wild, the, the pioneers, wild the pioneers were, of, of, of le the legends. Um, then Cherry Pie came out. Oh yeah, Baby Bash really. Were, were we, you know, California finest pumped those out in pre rolls like left and right and right and left. That was like always good year after year. The Cherry Pie was a good one. Yeah, it was funny. I got that strain from a homie in San Francisco area, and he's like, "Yo, remember Williams Wonder?" I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah, that was another one that was wild. Widow, of course. White Widow, for sure. Who who didn't grow that back in the day, right? Yeah, that one was frosty. Oh, fuck Super, yeah. Super uh, indica. Yeah. 
Super indica, very hashy. Perfect for bubble hash. Super silver haze. Oh, yeah. That was if you were really going yeah. for it. That 12-weeker. Yeah. <laughs> that, that super that, stretch. Wow. Yeah. That's but the, the Holland. But the flower was amazing. The I grew, Holland I grew specialty. If you yeah. were in Holland, everywhere had the haze. Silver haze, amnesia haze, every haze on the planet. And then my homies were from Florida, so we had like the Cinderella 99. Oh, I remember C99. Fuck yeah. yeah. I remember AK-47. Oh, yeah, of course. That was an ad. The, Bla or, was the, the Black Dominion. Remember yeah. that one? Yeah. That was another one. The AK actually had a little color in it too back then. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all yeah. those yeah, those are like You can't man, find I wish nothing. We, I wish nothing we had like that, that preserved. So yeah. yeah, actually that's part of my plan now. Is like the Shishka berry. I don't know. It was a blueberry yep. crossed with the Afghani. Yep, I remember that one. And oh, yeah. oh. Hash plant, remember that? I oh, one that one was a fucking beast. Yeah, hash plant was a good one. Whatever. Cam dog when it first came out. Huge. We we hit that before anybody hit that. Yeah, that shit was good. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. That was yeah, that was I think Kim Dog was what, around two thousand three, four? Yeah. Definitely around three or four. That's when the fifth floor in Oakland was pumping them out and you can go get like tons of clones of them everywhere. It was fucking wild. Yeah. <laughs> I remember going to those first those first cup events in the bay. They were just so crazy. I was oh. like, this is really happening. Like free for all. It was like a fucking weed flea market and people just going nuts, clones, sweet everywhere. It was awesome. It is that was dope. the heyday. It was the heyday. I wish sixty four could have embraced some of that spirit, but now it's like it's so yeah, it's very rant rant. <laughs> yeah. like very much so, you know. But at least, you know, it's great that guys like yourself have been uh, you know, doing it in the industry for a long time and uh definitely appreciate the old genetics and know that if the old genetics come around at least you won't care about certain aspects, let's say, that are then just giving the public what they need to heal. You know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. No, Todd McCormick's doing a great job of that right now. Like, really getting those old land races. And is he? All his old That's contacts. funny. You go on Clubhouse. Is that you hear Todd and stuff? Uh, I was on. on I was on Clubhouse for a hot minute. That shit was hot for like two, three months. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I don't think I've been on there in like oh, a yeah. year. I honestly. was rocking it. I was. I have. We had twenty-two clubs and shit, man. Yeah. I was on there all the time during the COVID scare. You still on it? I hear in there. I, I, get, I get alerts all the time, and if something like pops up, that seems like cool. Actually, that's on. probably where I recognize your name. Yeah, from, probably. I recognize yeah. your oh, last yeah. name. You probably were in one of my rooms or something like that, because yeah, I would definitely. run those rooms for hours and hours, and I would get thousands of people on there. So it was great. Yeah, I, it faded quick. <laughs> no, actually, yeah. I that's mean, not the, your rooms. No, but just you know the what? Platform. I remember you. That's <laughs> what it was. It was on Clubhouse because you had your Satori icon as your thing, right? Yeah. 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 That's what it was. I remember Satori. I remember actually you being in our rooms. Now that really brings my head back to why I kept hitting him up. It was like subconscious. I would see you on my Instagram and I would tell Bees, I said, hit him up. Yeah. Hit him up. Hit him up. <laughs> yeah. Well, we finally made it happen. Yeah, man. Glad we, glad made, we made, made contact. Yeah, man. Thank you so much yeah, for rolling on. Do you have any uh, shout outs you want to tell everybody how to find you guys and your different various uh, consortiums of companies? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, the. It all started with Satori Movement, so satorimovement.com or at Satori Movement on social media, um, and then with the skateboard wheels, and we're actually doing recycled skateboard wheels now, first ever, which is kind of cool. Uh, that's at satoriwheels.com or at Satori Wheels, and then, you know, Talking Trees Farms. Um, that one's like shadow bands, so you got to like... 
the, the whole thing. And yeah, you guys hit us up about that. They're like, how is it? So that's like talking yeah. underscore sure. trees underscore farms because it's been deleted a couple times. Sure. And then, uh, you know, Space Gem, best gummy in California, of course. You won't get deleted here. Yeah. That's <laughs> <Okay. laughs> uh, at spacegem.ca. Oh, man, I got too many. I, there's high grade distribution, um, you know, Satori Wellness. Yeah, Story Walk is a dope. That's yeah. the dispensary, That's right? The dispensary. And where is that at? That's up in uh, Northern Humboldt, McKinleyville. Give out the Addy for us yeah. tourists that roll up that way. Definitely. Um, well, SatoriWellness.org, and the address is 1551 Nursery Way. Hell McKinleyville. yeah. McKinleyville. Come stop through. We got a little uh, you Man know, retail store. Mansion Hayes. Mansion Hayes. And uh, you get a little hookup. Yeah, definitely. Mention Hayes will give you a twenty percent discount. Oh, oh shit! I'm going. Now I'm Tell go. him Craig said. Oh, shit. <laughs> gonna call you out on that. No problem. Gonna break down the fucking website. Honor it. Hell yeah! Fuck yeah! I love it. Thank you, bro. Are you any shout outs to friends and family out there? Oh man, just shout out to everybody. Like you know, we're all we're all friends and family in this world, in my opinion. So, shout out, of course, to Wendy, to Space Jam, um, my whole team, my my daughter Sequoia. Everybody, nice. you guys for bringing me here. Just, oh, hell yeah. Yeah, mad love and respect for everybody. Thank you, my brother. And hopefully, Actually, it's never mad. <laughs> but hopefully, hopefully we'll great see. love and respect. Right, hopefully right. we'll have some uh, fire uh, weed and some gummies in the competition from you guys. Yes, for sure. That's, we're yeah. going to make that happen. For sure. All right, cool, man. Thank you, brother. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. Man, you know what it is, I get up in the morning, I'm like, shit, I got so much shit to do, and especially when it's the weekend. There's always stuff going on the weekend, and I realized I got some guests, but it's even really cooler when my guests have been on before and have done a lot of cool shit with Hayes. And we got my boy Ty. What up, my G-Money? I'm down at the end hanging out. Appreciate you for having me on as always. Yeah, 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 yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah. What else? Uh, we've been, uh, we went to WeedCon. How was that beast, right? That was a good time. I mean, there was a lot of brands that I, you know, don't usually get to see, so it was really cool to uh, fill up my Rolodex. Absolutely. Plus, it was in uh, Thousand Oak, Thousand Oaks, right? Yeah. yeah. So it was kind of in the... In the hood of where we have things, they usually have stuff like in all these weird places. I haven't seen anything in Ventura County, so that was kind of dope just to finally, you know, have that situation go down. And we got the uh, guys from the Seeker Cup. We got Jeremy and Dan. What's going on, guys? How you doing? How you doing? Hey, Andrew. Good, man. So uh, congratulations on uh, the uh, launch of the, Is it? would you say it's a Secret Cup movie? Yeah, it's Secret Cup movie, Secret Cup documentary. Documentary. I like the documentary part, you know, because that gives that just like, you know, I don't know, newsworthy feel to it. Why don't you guys tell us about, you know, how long it took to come up with, I know you guys went through a lot of trials and tribulations to actually produce this movie, which was really a historical moment in recognizing this event that you guys came up with a long time ago. Yeah, it took us about, what, eight to ten years to get this thing finally yeah. out there? Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. Why don't we 
rewind quickly back to the day of, of, of the beginning and when you guys were sitting around and were like, oh, we want to do an event. Like, what, how did that all go down? Well, the way that um, the first idea for it came right after I had uh, won, like, the first cup for Shatter um, with High Times. Oh, okay, dope. When yeah. was that? What year was that? That was 2012. That was, like, the first time an entry called Shatter won uh, the, the what flavor did you have as the shatter? It was Headband 707 Ooh. from Green Dream Dispensary out in wow. Boulder, Colorado. Headband has, like, if I remember, uh, some Sour D in it, right? Yeah, Sour D and OG. Ooh. Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't see that around too often no. anymore. No. I really don't. The, the real true New York Sour Diesel, when's the last time think about it? What year was it? You probably even remember smoking something that you know genuinely was that. 2013. <laughs> when, um, what was his name? AJ? Uh, uh, Denver. Sure. The actual sour diesel. The actual guy. sour yeah. diesel from the dude. Wow. Yeah. Nice. So um, right after I won that, you know, like uh, I, I was killing it. Like winning a high times cup back uh, then really yeah. meant something. Oh, yeah. You Absolutely. Know? Without so question. For sure. I, I, I was making a lot of money and I did a little traveling and I ended yeah. up in San Jose and met up with a bunch of my friends that I knew from this uh, this Facebook group called Extract Artists. Okay. It was where a lot of us who, you know, started out in the industry, you know, kind of started out getting our tech and sharing our tech with everybody. Uh-huh. And uh, we were just hanging around talking shit about high times. And, yeah. You know, talking about how we could make the best cup ever. And our whole idea was that the competitors should, you know, judge each other in a blind t- taste test. Yeah, that's kind of, that's fucking wild. And, and when yeah. was the first one? The first one was what? 2013? December 2012. Yeah. Wow. And how many had you had done since the inception? It was over 20 for sure. Like at that very first one, Jeremy was was out there for, for the event. And, you know, he just saw how hard of a time I was having trying to, to wrangle everybody. And he just like stepped in and helped out. And, you know, uh, from then on, it became the two of us doing everything. That's great. Jeremy, tell me, what what made you want to just be a part of or kind of just be like, yo, I got to show you what the fuck's up. Like, what happened? <laughs> like, what happened? Dan, Dan had created... Did you go to the first one and then you're like, dude, let me fucking help you do I, this? He was like, at my house during intake. <clears throat> yeah, so I heard about it kind of underground, right? So there was okay. this like, Facebook group, but it didn't really have a name. It was just sure. the, the word shh. <laughs> Right, and and oh, I wow. saw a bunch That's of our funny. friends were in it, and people were talking about it, and I was like, "What is this?" And then um, I heard Nick Ateague kind of talking about he was doing an event, and at first I thought they were the same event, and then as I started to learn more, I learned that Dan was doing a competition, okay, and Nick Ateague was doing like a party, oh, and okay. they had sure. kind of decided to merge these two things into one uh, like collaborative effort, okay. And uh, so I had a company so at the Nick time. So Nick T was kind of like the entertainment in a sense. Yeah, yeah. He had arranged and you a were concert. And like, you, you were like, yo, I want to fucking see who has the best weed. <laughs> like, <laughs> let, let's be realistic, right? That's what yeah. was like. I want to see who fucking has the best of the best weed, right? Yeah, it was all about hash. It oh, was, it was all about, about hash. Ooh, hash. Yeah, because the, the group was from was extract artists. Oh, mm-hmm. so it was yeah. only hash. Mm-hmm. And so and at the time, it was Ooh. a controversial time because um, overseas – they dominated the hash world. American hash was like a small part of the dispensaries. The hash that you would get in the dispensaries early on was mediocre. It wasn't the big part of what people were into. Some people got a little into like Keef and, and some water hashes. So you're but, saying every type of blend. So it wasn't just hash. It oh, was yeah. Keef. 
It was anything. Was there, was there any oil? But ours. Well, hash oil. The whole idea was that it was like different styles back then it was of just kind of coming out, together wasn't to it? kind of fight it out in this competition, kind of sure, like you know sure. that movie Bloodsport. You know, yeah, yeah, Kumite. yeah, yeah. We used to call it the Kumite of hash. Okay. You know? so, so when you, you would enter high times, they would separate it, right? And there was some time where they were like saying you couldn't enter an oil into the hash oh, part okay. of it. Yeah, okay. uh, you know, there was yeah, just yeah, weird sure, things, sure, right? Sure. And so part of it was, well, what would really be the best if there were no rules? You can enter whatever you want: okay. wax, shatter. You could enter a uh, water hash. You could enter whatever you want. Keef, sure. CO2 sure. oil, yeah. whatever. And, and then people would just say, these are the top 10 best ones or whatever. Or how would how did it break down? Well, you get a pack back where, you know, it had a 0.3 of everybody else's entry. Okay. So it didn't and your own entry would be in there too. But so you, you had the choice yeah. that like, well, maybe I like the oily one or I like the one that just bubbles up or I like the keefy one, whatever it is. And whatever got the most votes... Yeah, there was categories was the and oh, stuff. There, is ca the there, was, there was categories. You know, you would think about how do you rate a wine, right? Sure. You're going to look at the color. And sure. You know, there's like the bouquet. All of those things are uh -huh. true for cannabis. Okay. Yeah. So that's basically how it worked. The first sure. one was a little bit less categories, but sure. as it went on, there were more categories sure, to sure, kind of sure, fully sure. encompass yeah. everything. Uh, yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. Different, different categories to rate. Yeah. When did flower come in? Um, that was like shoot. maybe 2014, 2015, somewhere around so, there. So not for a few years. Yeah. And what made you decide to bring flour in during that time? A lot of the hash makers were growers. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you're like, yo, let's compete and see what the flour shit was like, right? Yeah. yeah. And edibles. We ended up bringing that in relatively quickly, if not sure. at the same time. Okay. Mm -hmm. What were some of the best winning edibles that you remember over the years? I, so that Someone jelly donut one, do you oh, remember that? Jelly donut oh my ice God. cream, right? Uh, there was a, the, it was like a fudge. Remember um, those yes. those guys? Yes. I forget their name. Great guys. Uh, one of them had this like big mustache, and they were hash makers and they were uh, edible makers. Okay. And at our campout, they brought these uh, jelly donut like fudge. And it tasted exactly wow. like a jelly donut, jelly but it was donut, fudge. Jelly donut fudge. Yeah. Oh, my God. And it was medicated. Wow. So There was an ice cream in Rhode Island. I'm, I forgot who made it, but I'm That's not even sure dope. if we still in the industry. And did it taste very weed-like, or what was it like, really? You were just like, wow. What impressed me about it was, Tell me. you know, it didn't taste like weed at all, but it uh, really high. Yeah, oh my see, God. that's great. There were all, oh, sort of Calvin and Globs. There were so many. Calvin and Globs. Yeah. That sounds hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that dude's based out of Sacramento. Really, really good guy. Really good couple. Oh, really? They had That's great dope. edibles. And, and uh, was it, they they did it all, I think. They had flour and hash too. I remember a Calvin uh, glass blower. Very famous. Mickelson? Yes. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Yeah. I used to have pieces done by him and Yush back in the day, but my friend fucking broke it. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, the whole thing was when we started it, we really wanted to make it accessible for, you know, the Davids to go up against the Goliaths in the yeah, industry. Yeah, of course. So we only required 20 grams from people. That's and good. And they were responsible for splitting up their entry into, oh, sure. uh, like, 40 different point threes. So oh, okay. after you entered, oh, okay. you would actually you. get, you'd enter 20 grams, you actually oh. get 12 grams back in a sample pack. Sure. And you were responsible or you got disqualified for judging every single one of those in the pack. Wow. Submitting it online and then the best average scores are the winner. Yeah. Now we realized that there was going to be like, you know, certain biases. Like, you know, if, if everybody enters in oil and there's only one water hash, that's not going to do very good. So we wanted to make sure, you know, we, we, we rewarded them, you know, for, for sure. like, you know, entering, for being the best of their kind. 
but ultimately ultimately it was the top three overall that advanced to a final competition where they would all come to Vegas or Denver or LA. Oh, okay, I got you. And compete against each other from all over the country and even people from out of the country. And is all of this in the documentary? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, there's actually a second part to the documentary that we're going to release eventually that oh. is the original that we kind of made on our own Okay. that uh, got us to where we were able to make the uh, larger version uh, full of version, yeah. And... Why don't you let everybody know, uh, one, uh, social media, things like that, like where uh, people can find you and reach out? So all of my movies are on my website. It's called theskyisland.com. That's the easiest way. It's very simple. Sure. Um, and you guys now have distribution on Tubi? Yeah, it has distribution right? on Tubi. And it as it is released other places, I'll add the larger places with links on the web page on my website. Yeah, that's dope. Uh, also, you can find it on the IMDb page. And if you just search it wherever you might. Under like the it, secret cup, yeah, right? Just like that. Yeah, secret mm -hmm. That's fucking cool. And what was the premiere like? I know you guys had a cool premiere, right? Where was it? Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about it? I did two different premieres. And uh, they were in... Um, was just outside of Boston. Okay. And then there was one that was up in Northern California. Here. Yeah, and it was kind of like a camp out and whatever type yep. thing it was. It looked like it looked fucking cool, man. That, Both that, of them dope. were camping. Oh, mm -hmm. sweet. Hell yeah. yeah. Dope experience. And uh, the East Coast was really cool because I got to see a lot of people I hadn't seen in many years and they had kind of made the trek specifically to see the movie. Sure. And it wasn't a huge amount of people, but it was really a great core group of sure. some of our longest supporters. And, and of course then they would you know, greatly appreciate getting the first viewings being that they've been through. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Enjoying a lot of it, right? And, and and now some of those people are in different positions in the community, and sure. uh, a lot of them look at the Secret Cup as kind of their own history, sure. as to how they were able to get where they are. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, I hear murmurings of another in Oklahoma, maybe or something. Did I hear you quote something? I want or? to. I want to do it. I definitely do want to do it, and I think it's right for it. I don't know if uh, Jeremy's all the way on board. Because, <laughs> you know, here's the thing. Like, you know, I, I, at first, like, you know, when we, we started filming this stuff, he wanted to do a documentary reel. I'm like, no, we got a story here. And he actually became a really good director, you know, uh, because of The Secret Cup. And, like, he has a full-ass career now. He has, like, 30 movies on on different platforms right now. So throwing, throwing these events is a lot of stress. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't I, have that in my life. If yeah. it was the right thing, I could be talked into sure. maybe doing this. But I think that part of me also looks at the Secret Cup as um, like something that we did together. Um, and the film kind of captures the legacy of it. Sure. And sure. it really leaves it in a beautiful place. Yeah. And I'm... I'm not, uh, a lot of times that gets tarnished when you try to recreate oh, something. Yeah, for sure. Right? Hmm. So I'm we, just we not are, we, are, we are paying homage to it, though, with the haze ones. <laughs> right? Yeah, uh, and I feel that way. I, I kind of almost would rather see um, different versions of it get born sure. uh, hmm. than, like, me try to redo it again. Sure. You know what? Like the the onus is off you, man. I'll take it from here. Yeah, you, you got it, Dan. You got, Honestly, you, there was you a got, point. You, you got, there was a point when in the, when we were doing this that like I was over it and I was sure. useless. Sure. And the only reason it went on for another couple of years was for Jeremy. 
But now I feel like I'm in a good place, and I feel like Oklahoma. Well, you should at least right. come and check out ours. I know Jeremy's been very supportive. He's been to every one, but you haven't come to one yet. So, oh, you know, so I feel so bad about that. Life just happened. They were just all May like 21st, one after another. Bring your girl this time. May 21st. Yes, I will bring Cat. We'll we'll downtown there. LA. You have no excuse. Yeah, that's close. <laughs> right, Beast. May 21st, I'm there. Gotta be there. Is that the wrestling one that I saw? The we have the for? wrestling. We're gonna have it again. We're gonna have the wrestling again because nice. people love it. I don't, it was the second time we had the wrestling. People go crazy for the wrestling. That was my favorite yeah, part. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. What, what is the theme of the 21st? We had like a it's summer, just summer themed summer Hayes Cup. You know, just because it's the summer. Nice. It, you it actually at a pool or no? I mean, it, just more that it'll be nice out and things. I mean, this one I didn't have like the true the true day of what, what I put as a joke actually is that it's the day of rapture also. So it's almost like party like it's the end of the world in a sense because that day is like in 2013 or whatever it was, they said the or like the world was going to fucking be gone. You know, Wait, like they the said earth. the world's going to end in May? Yeah, like it, we're in I war mean, now? It was like, like, well, it was May 21st, oh, remember, remember like 2013. Yeah, all these billboards about like the rapture. <laughs> and yeah, it was a religious thing. It was a religious fucking thing mm -hmm. that the, God, it was going to be the end of the world. So, if there's like, a rapture, I don't think yeah. they're taking any of us. Yeah, so <laughs> it, they actually commemorate <laughs> that stupid day every May 21st. Ah, no, oh, that's hilarious. Literally. So I just, it's also the day of rapture, so I figured like you we're just gonna be partying like it was the end of the world. You know what I mean? <laughs> It'll be fun. We'll have some new shit, but people actually like like the wrestling and the comedians and the DJs and everything that we've been doing. So I kind of like just want to keep that going because people look forward to that. You know, each time they come and everything. And I'm, we'll mix it up. Want to do one up north, a camping type one, which would be fucking dope. You know, that's yeah. my favorite. Those Hell are yeah! Fun. Any shout outs? Any friends or family out there? Oh, I mean... Rico yeah. Valderrama, phone homie. I hope you get well soon. <laughs> yeah, Rico. All, all the friends and family of the Seeker Cup that have been over, part of it over the years. Rest uh, in peace, Jared DeCamp. Yeah. Herbal yeah. Remedies. There's, there's been a lot of people that are in that movie now that, you know, were part of the scene that have been pa that have passed on. And I really do hope that that's like a, this movie's a fitting... Uh, memorial not just for that time but for these people too that were a part of it hell yeah and so all their family and friends and everyone gets see them walking see around it. with yeah. giant slabs living their best life <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> yeah rest in peace guys mm -hmm. and thank you guys for coming and check out the secret cup on tubi just check out the secret cup yeah you do a search for it it boosts us up in the algorithm so hell yeah search that <laughs> motherfucker up see you guys